Hi out there. I'm Pat Pauly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview people from the performing arts or the visual arts, and this week, we're talking about Velocity Dance Center. And here to talk with us is Tanya Lockyer, who has been executive director and artistic director at Velocity Dance Center for eight very successful years, revitalizing the center. And she has seen significant financial and artistic expansion. She's described as a powerhouse personality who has turned Velocity around, launching many new programs and developing significant works by Pacific Northwest artists. She has also taught many different courses at Cornish for 17 years. She's an arts advocate on Capitol Hill in the National Dance Project and Seattle Art Fair and many others. And she has also been an independent performance maker for 27 years. She has an MFA, BA in dance and choreography from the UW And she has been lauded as an open-minded teacher, choreographer, writer, arts advocate, and dedicated leader in the contemporary dance field. Welcome to the show, Tanya. Wow, it's quite an an introduction. Thank you. I'm really delighted to be here. Well, there was so much I had to cut it down, but (laughs) you really have a a lot. People have a lot to say about you, and it's all good. And with her is Erin Johnson. EJ, and she has been associate producer and dance artist at Velocity for the past three years, and she has a BA from UW in communications and an MA from London Contemporary Dance School, and she's an experienced producer, dreamer, dancer, project wrangler, and she's committed to creativity and equity, and she is the one who smiles through crunch time and she coordinates experiences that bring people together in public places. Welcome to the show, Erin, also known as EJ. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Great. Now, before we get started with the interview, I want to talk about a couple of other art-related events that you listeners might want to go to. Now, Garden Delights is the biggest secret in town. It starts the day after Thanksgiving, and they've got a whole bunch of new creations at the Bellevue Botanical Garden this year. Now, the other thing about it, November 24th to 29th is totally free. And what's best about November 24th and 29th is there aren't those big crowds that there are right around Christmas. So that's the time to take the family, and you can park free at Wilberton Hill Park, and they have musical entertainment this year. It's 4.30 to 9 p.m. nightly. Also, go early. You know how early it gets dark here. It's dark at 4.30. You may as well go. It's a great family outing. Uh, and be sure to dress warmly because it can get really cold. For more info, go to BellevueBotanical.org for that. And remember, day after Thanksgiving and that whole week, free. And it'll get you in the holiday spirit, right? Yes. Um, the other thing I want to mention is perhaps a uh, present for someone for Christmas. And this is uh, a new book that just came out. It's called Ninth Street Women. And it's about uh, Elaine de Koning, Grace Hardigan, Joan Mitchell, and Helen Frankenthaler, these five women painters 
who really started the movement in and that changed modern art. And of course, like like often, these women have been totally overlooked. But this book corrects that. It has a five-star rating on Amazon. So this would be a great Christmas present for your artist friends. Uh, or buy it for yourself. Anyway, my book club's reading it, and I'm enjoying it. We'll be back shortly talking about the Lossy Dance Center on Artbeat Northwest. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Newworth, Omnia. Newworth is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's fifth biennial, BAM Biennial 2018, BAM will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Tanya Lockyer and Aaron Johnson about Velocity Dance Center. And Tanya, what, for the listeners who are not familiar with Velocity Dance Center, how would you characterize what, the, uh, what you have to offer there and what you do there? So Velocity is the premier art center dedicated to contemporary dance and movement-based arts in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we have classes seven days a week, starting at uh, first thing in the morning until late in the evening. We have performances every weekend, but we're also a space that's really an incubator for artists and for new work. So, you know, we have studios that dance artists can come in and work on new works, but we also commission new works. So sometimes an artist comes to us with like a twinkle in their eye of an idea of a piece and they need support. They need resources. They need a sounding board. They need space. They need a producer to put on that show. They need money. And we work with them sometimes for two to three years on a project. And, um, and sometimes those projects end up springboarding out and touring the country. Wonderful. Do you have any examples of that? Uh, well, I always think an example of how we sort of worked with an artist, uh, one is Kate Wallach, who is a graduate of Cornish College of the Arts, and that's when I first met her. And, you know, one of our goals is we, we wanted to see if we can make a dance center where when really talented folks graduate from the University of Washington or Cornish, they wouldn't have to leave Seattle to have a dance career. Or could we draw some of those artists from New York and other centers to Seattle? Because it's such a beautiful place to live. It's such an innovative, creative, supportive community. Um, so when Kate graduated from college, it was, how do I support myself as a dancer? You know, how do I start a company? How do I make work? So one of her ideas was she wanted to start teaching. And uh, we gave her a studio. And we just said, I just said, you know, just go in there and play. You know, bring your friends. Experiment. There's no pressure. And after a while, she said, I think we have something. You know, we, we meet oh, every wow. Saturday. And I said, she goes, yeah, we kind of call it our dance church. Dance and, church. And I, I like that name. Right. I remember saying, like, well, call it dance church. And now <laughs> dance church, um, they recently had a mega dance church that 250 people came to. Oh, wow. Uh, it now happens in New York. It happens in L.A. It happens still in Seattle. Uh, but it it's completely can support her dance career. And now she has all these teachers who also teach dance church who are dancers in our community. So it's become this great way to support her work. And also last week, um, a piece that we commissioned uh, a couple of years ago that was her first evening length work. It sold out the more. 
theater. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's an amazing story of of your incubation of these ideas and helping with uh, careers, mm-hmm. career development. That is wonderful. Um, so you also have a lot of different classes and and you rent your space too. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk a little bit about your classes because one thing I noticed uh, on your website is, wow, what a variety. But why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, at Velocity, we want to make sure that anyone who wants to have access to dance in any way they want to, they can. So if you want to come and take a dance class and you've never taken dance before, we have a class that you can take. If it, is that beginning student going, are you going to make that beginning student feel comfortable? Oh, That's absolutely. what I got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this is an adult studio. This is an adult space. And so you're you're set up to try try something out without the risk of feeling like, oh, my God, people are going to look at me. I'm going to feel like the only person who's new to this. You're going to be in a space where they're all new dancers. They're all trying to figure it out together. You're all adults. You're just trying something for fun to try it for the first time. So you have a lot of classes for beginners. Yeah, that the yeah. listeners might be interested. Yeah, in. totally. Lots of classes for beginners, but also if you took ballet class when you were young and you want to come back and take an, another ballet class, a beginning level or an intermediate level, or maybe you were really great when you were younger and you just need to like get back into it, and you're going to be an advanced dancer all everywhere, all different levels. You can come and take class of velocity. So you're supportive of all of those. Absolutely. So why don't you give me an idea of some of the classes besides ballet that you have available? Because it, it really is a huge variety. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we have co- contemporary classes, which are kind of along the lineage of modern dance into contemporary, which basically means what, how are people moving now? What are the techniques that people are using to move their body right now? Um, but then there's also, you know, we have... At Dance Church, as we mentioned, we have a class called Punk Prayers, which is like, you know, yoga mixed with like, uh, like screaming and getting crazy. And and we have um, people must really like that. Yeah, no, people really, people really (laughs) dig it. But also, you know, there's ballet classes, there's um, classes in African dance, there's um, classes in um, uh, yeah, ballet, like we mentioned. Street styles. Street styles, right. Hip-hop. Um, Sometimes somatics, like somatics. Feldenkrais and things that are yeah. really therapeutic. Contemporary jazz, like if you see So You Think You Can Dance and you want to try that style out, we have that too. And I saw a couple dances from India. Bollywood. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, Bollywood Garbo, which is a um, kind of a physical aerobic dance class. And then we also have uh, Odissi classical Indian dance, so two different types of Indian contemporary dance. And our, 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 I think our most senior student is in that class, and they're in their 80s. Oh, really? So you never have to stop dancing? No, never. So, uh, and I noticed uh, dances from Africa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, just, you, you'll just do any kind of dance that you have a really good teacher for, I'll bet you. Yeah, well, I mean, part of part of what makes Velocity so great is that we really think about the classes that we're putting on the schedule, too. So we're really engaging with some of the, the most awesome teachers in our city. They're coming to Velocity. They're teaching their classes. They're sharing what they're passionate about. 
And you really feel that in the space. You you feel the the love and the energy from the teachers. And we're working with them too. Like like Tanya said, if if whether it's Kate Wallach developing a new technique or it's one of our teachers working in ballet going, you know, I want to teach ballet in a way that makes people feel welcome to the space. Um, and, you know, they can do that exploration at Velocity to really find that perfect way of teaching. Because they're all teaching artists. And we also just want to recognize that they're creative, artistic, you know, people. They're not just teaching, um, just sort of giving you a formula. They're, t- they're artists who also teach. And that's the best kind of teacher, someone who's really in the profession. Mm -hmm. And then how about classes for people who really are professional dancers? Mm -hmm. Do you have those there at your center, too? We do. We do. And um, those happen mostly in the mornings, but then we also have an extensive master class series where uh, master teachers from around the country, around the world, come to Velocity to teach class. And often they're in concurrence with our uh, presenting programmings, too. So if a teacher is coming in and they're going to be pr- performing at Velocity over over the weekend, they're teaching a class during the day. They're, they're doing a workshop with, with local folks. Oh, so you get to utilize them two ways, right? <laughs> As a teacher and a performer. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense if they've traveled all the way here. Exactly. And of course, they like it and you like it. So that's yeah. great. In uh, fact, great use of on December 15th, we are doing a performance, uh, the Merce 100, and we're bringing in a master teacher from, from New York. And that class is open to everybody, dancers and non-dancers alike. Because oh, it's really? not just a dance class. It's really about the ideas of Merce Cunningham and how they were applied to visual art and music and dance. And we really want it to be a master class for everyone who's just interested in and how, the, you know, how Merce Cunningham's ideas have influenced dance making and art making. So Now, Merce Cunningham is an absolutely incredible person. And, you know, it was so funny to me to see that he was born in Centralia, Washington. Who knew? And then he kind of went to New York and really stayed there. But what was so unique about his approach to dance? Well, Merce Cunningham is probably one of the most important uh, American choreographers of all time and probably one of the world's most influential choreographers because he changed how we think about dance. And um, he was, I actually studied with Merce, and he would talk about this part of the world, the Pacific Northwest, all the time and how much nature here had really influenced him. One of his innovations was he didn't make dances about stories dances to music he wanted to make dance that mirrored how how he would say nature in her manner of operations so he would use sometimes would drop coins or roll dice to make decisions so his ego would be out of that decision oh. the same way things arrive in nature how, do, how how does a beautiful garden you know how does a wild forest emerge and have some kind of pattern he was interested in that uh. and um, he also saw that each of us is our own beautiful human animal and how could could he make dances that that bring that out instead of having to necessarily tell boy meets girl stories, you know? I like that approach. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that approach. Well, now let's talk a little bit more about him. Uh, he was in dance for a tremendous amount of time. He just died in 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was 90. Mm-hmm. And he uh, started dancing in 1938. When he started, he loved tap. He did vaudeville in ah. Centralia. He st- <laughs> went to Cornish College of the Arts to study acting, but Nellie Cornish was there and and wanted every student to have to take every kind of art. Oh. And 
he got the dance bug. He met his life partner there, John Cage. They were together for over 60 years. And he was a composer. And they collaborated for over 60 years. And uh, first he danced with Martha Graham. A lot of people know Martha Graham. Oh, absolutely. And then he started to explore these radical ideas about dance. And, and it's true, then he would start to have to limit what he could do. And then he would bring a bar out on stage and hold on to it to dance. Oh, really? And then later he would come on stage and he could, you know, even in a, in a, in a wheelchair or, or, you know, he just was going to keep dancing till the very, very end. And I know his last work was Nearing 90. I don't know if he danced in it or he just composed it, but... You know, and then shortly after that, you know, he, he passed away. So he just danced his whole life. How impressive, you and know? He, yeah, and he was so open to new ideas. I was sharing with you that the music for uh, for that piece was Radiohead, which was like the hottest, coolest band at that time. And Merce was always open to new ideas and the latest thing. And, you know, when he first started, no one would come and review his dances. The New York oh, really? Times, were, they were silent. People literally threw food on stage. It was that whole story. I know he was very controversial. Yeah, and it wasn't. He had to go to <laughs> Europe, and but now, of course, he has a. He had in the latter part of his life, he enjoyed just a huge following of people that that loved everything he did and would come from all over the world to study with him. And um, yeah, and there's many books about him celebrating him and how important he was. Well, that's great. We're going to talk more about. Merce Cunningham and his 100, which means 100, you'd be 100 years next year, uh, anniversary. And I think they're, they're, they're celebrating that pretty much globally, aren't they? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Anyway, but it's already time for a break. Stay tuned to Artbeat Northwest for more about Velocity Dance Center and Merce Cunningham. We'll be right back on Alternative Talk. 1150. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry and metal smithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Tanya Lockyer and Aaron Johnson about Velocity Dance Center and Merce Cunningham. And let's talk a little bit about your celebration coming up for Merce Cunningham and uh, what people might see there. So it's uh, it's going to be December 14th through 16th. So that's coming up soon. You need to get your up. tickets. It's uh, the performances are uh, we've invited artists to resp- in Seattle who've been really influenced by Merce Cunningham to respond to his work and show how it's influencing them now and how it's still very alive in their work. And uh, maybe some folks know Donald Byrd. He runs Spectrum Dance Theater, really, really famous choreographer who used to study with Merce, has been very influenced his, by his ideas. We have Maya Sodenberg, who's a poet, who's the head of creative writing at the University of Washington, who wrote her first poem when she was a teenager about a Merce Cunningham performance. Oh, really? Oh, um, we that's ha- a tickle. <laughs> yeah, we, we have Molly Sides, uh, who is, leads a band, Thunder Pussy, that's now, you know, oh, tours yes. internationally and uh, is also started in dance. And we're doing something called Merce Bingo. It's going to be really fun, but also show how those ideas are still relevant. And then we have the master class on the 15th for anyone who wants to get in there and, and understand 
what those ideas are that Morris brought that influenced artists like Robert Rauschenberg and Jasper Johns and, uh, you know, music like the music of John Cage. And it's had this huge impact on theater and um, and visual art and performance. So that would be from 2 to 5 on Saturday. And uh, the performances are Friday and Saturday. The performances are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 7.30. 7.30 p.m. Thank you, EJ. And um, and we put them at 7.30 so you can find parking on Capitol Hill. There's lots ah. of parking. And uh, we're also right by the light rail station. And then the workshop is on Saturday from 2 to 5, and it's open to everyone. So come take the workshop and then stay for the performance. Yeah. Oh. Grab well. dinner on the hill after the workshop and then come see the show. Well, it sounds like a, a great way to really immerse yourself in contemporary dance, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, should be a, a fun time for everybody. Um, now, I want to uh, talk a little bit about, oh, let's talk about how to get a ticket first. We want to make sure, sure. that people uh, know how to do that so yeah, they'll yeah. come to the performance and the workshop. Absolutely. Well, you can find ticket information on our website, velocitydancecenter.org. Uh, but you can also call us in the office. Um, would you like that number? Sure. 206-325-8773. And that's Velocity's office number. Okay. VelocityDanceCenter.org. Yes. To get your tickets, do it now. Probably be sold out in a few more days, right? <laughs> so uh, I have to ask you now, um, Tanya, you have been with, Velocity Dance Center now for eight years, and you are now stepping down. Um, I'm sure people are really going to have a very hard time replacing you. But let's go back to when you first started. What were your challenges when you first started with Velocity Dance Center? We have come so far, and uh, when, when I first started, I'm really, really grateful for this wonderful team. I, we had three part-time people in that office. And we had a very large debt that we had to pay off because we had, had had to have an emergency capital campaign. You know, when the city's the fastest growing city of the decade in the country. Oh, and, yes. of course, places like Velocity were displaced. Our rent was raised 300%. And uh, my predecessor did a great job of getting us into the building we are in now. But then we had this huge debt. So we had to pay that off. And um, we, you know, we needed to get artists in the space. And we had to make classes happening. And we were doing that um, Pretty much working, maybe sleeping four hours a night. Oh, you know, working seven days a week to make that happen. Um, but I was recently talking to one of those, one of the the young people that was working with me at the time, and said that what we really did uh, is, she said, you know, you help bring the value of dance to the city, make people understand the value of dance, and that it's 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 the whole body and mind that dances. There's, there's, there's a really an intellectual, spiritual aspect to dance also that's really beautiful and powerful. And it's always about what it means to be human in this world. And yeah. so we brought that civic, human, um, intellectual parts of dance also to the fore, you know? And how did you do that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> in, a, in a lot of, it took a, a lot of different ways. And I'm looking forward to taking some time now to actually have, have had a lot of people ask me to reflect on the last eight years. Yeah. And how did we do that? But some of the ways were just by having bringing conversation and dialogue, you know, into our space. I think it's pretty common in museums to have these lectures and conversations and dialogue, and we brought that into Velocity. That's one way. And, and also, so it wasn't just 
the unspoken dance, it was also the kind of the analysis of what it means. Yeah, yeah, yes. Having these bigger conversations and making sure the dance is at the table. You know, when you're talking about gender, uh, of course, dance has always been sort of at the forefront of gender because the instrument is the human body. So that you, we've had some really beautiful conversations about how race and gender are intersectional and how that comes out in dances. Dance is always culture. If you want to look at the culture of a country, you can see so much and learn so much about what the values are of a people by their dances. Oh, so really? it's interesting to reflect on that and say, what does that, what does that say about us? And why is this dance <laughs> happening right now? And it's, it's a, that's, that's part of it. And uh, you, now some people say that you launched dance beyond the walls of your studios. What does that mean? Well, I had to say part of that was as a dance maker beforehand, I would often make dance on the streets of Seattle. I did one ah. project where I, I wanted the it, people to think that Pioneer Square had just come alive with performance. And some of it was clearly performance and some of it just looked like magic. And I had done those. So I knew that when you bring dance out onto the street, suddenly it, you're bringing dance to people and they can just see how, how incredible and magical it is. So we did performances like um, we did one at the waterfront, actually, where I commissioned Alice Gosti to make a piece at the Seattle waterfront that was five hours that about 15,000 people, by the time that performance finished, um, had either come to see the performance, watched it on live stream, or participated. EJ was actually in that performance. It was yeah. really, really beautiful. Um, also did a, a five-hour performance that took place in St. Mark's Cathedral. Oh. Um, and people, you know, a lot of people thought they would come and then leave, but they stayed for the whole five hours and really had this um, this c really powerful communal experience, you know. So you made people, a lot more people uh, interested and aware of what dance is mm -hmm. with this outreach, this outreach, really, yeah, uh, into the community, which is wonderful. But we are already running out of time. Uh, do you have any last words that you want to leave with us? Uh, I mean, I, I just want to say that Velocity ha has so many pieces, and and there's so many ways to come and, and experience Velocity, experience dance and performance. And I just encourage uh, your listeners to, to give it a try. All of our classes, or many of them, are drop-in based. Come see, come see a show. Come uh, come to a talk. Uh, you know, come to a workshop, and just try it out because it really it, it is an experience that that you can gain so much. The spiritual mind connection to your body experience moving together as a community and we we love sharing that with people so just come to velocity come check it out and i've heard that you have a wonderful warm dance community there which is what people are looking for Absolutely. right lots of nice exercise creative and warm but uh how about giving our your website one more time so people can go there sure velocitydancecenter.org Okay, thank you so much, Tanya and Aaron, for coming in and talking with us. Thank you so much. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so great. Okay, VelocityDanceCenter.org. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest for news and views of the local art scene. I'm your host, Pat Pauley, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative dancing week.